It's Chiefs and Bills Sunday night from Buffalo. It's Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game. It's a chance for the Chiefs to end the Bills' season for the third time in four years. And it's a chance for Buffalo to make this a rivalry. Let's be honest, it's kind of been one-sided lately in the games that matter. There's weather, there's intrigue, there's going to be a Taylor Swift spotting, and it's going to annoy some people and they'll get over it. it. Let's talk about it today on 10 Things. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of 10 Things. What's up, everybody? Haley Lewis is back from the desert. I'm BJ Kissel. Appreciate you all for watching live or listening to the podcast after the fact. Here on KC Sports Network, the highest-ranked Chiefs podcast network in 2022 and 2023, we appreciate all of your support, and that's all because of you uh, and the entire crew that we have putting in great work. Shout out to Tucker Franklin, who's producing this thing behind the scenes, and you'll hear and see from him um, in just a bit. But Haley, looking at Chiefs Bills, we're going to break it down on 10 things. We're going to have 10 things that you should know uh, getting ready for the Chiefs Bills matchup. The KC has won the last, the last two playoff meetings. Mm-hmm. A 42-36 overtime win in the 2021 divisional round that everyone's going to remember, the 13 seconds game. And then a 38-24 victory in the 2020 AFC Championship game. But both of those were held at GHA Field at Arrowhead. But this one is in Buffalo, as yep. we've been talking about all week. And everybody watching this probably knows that at this point. Um, but before we break it all down, I want to get your excitement level on this game, the way that it's all come to be, yeah. that it's Chiefs and Bills, all the storylines. How excited are you from a level of one to ten? I think I'm close. I'm like a nine. Mm-hmm. I'm pumped because we'll talk about it a little bit later, but it's as if the football gods delivered us exactly what both fan bases need. The Chiefs and Bills are back together. They're back together in the postseason. And this is a great opportunity for Kansas City to put the fact or put the the thoughts about everyone saying that the Chiefs get away with things and that the Chiefs are always able to escape things and blah, 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 all these little things. This is a great opportunity for Kansas City to put all that to to bed. Yeah, I think it's fun for me because I'm an older Chiefs fan compared to a lot of people on the old YouTube and the socials. Um, But (laughs) you're a handful of people out there that are listening. I know. That exposed you right there. (laughs) Everybody, I don't care. Uh, The Twitter. The Um, Twitter face. The Twitter face. No, Everybody's saying that this is like a chance for Buffalo to redeem itself and to kind of get back at the Chiefs because Chiefs have ended their season. Sure. Like I said, three and four times. For me, this is a chance for the Chiefs to go on the road and avenge the 30-13 to 13 loss to Buffalo in the 93 playoffs with Joe Montana. And all of them were like, let's take it back. And last time we were there for a playoff game, I believe it was the last time. Tucker can correct me if I'm wrong on that. 1993. But, um, Marty Schottenheimer, Marv Levy, um, Derek Thomas on the sideline. Like, there's a lot. The old school AstroTurf. There's a lot to be annoyed about if you're a Chiefs fan. If you're trying to for 30 years think of things <laughs> to get annoyed about as a Chiefs fan, our backs are against the wall, and the uh, Bills are favored. Yeah, yeah, that's this game. That's an interesting thing. You know, we see Mahomes as an underdog for the first time, so it's going to be interesting yeah. to see how everything shakes out. So Bills fans can think that they are the ones having to avenge, but let's be honest, the Chiefs are avenging the 93. There you go. Lost. There that game should have gone all the way. I like that narrative. All right, let's start with number one. And this is what we just talked about. Hey, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, first road playoff game. People making a very big deal of this. Yeah, I know. Minus the Super Bowls, of course, those were neutral site games. But this is Mahomes' first ever time. Also, first ever time being an underdog in the playoffs. Mahomes possesses an impressive 38-11 and record on the road during the regular season. 
So a change of scenery, I don't think is really going to upset him, but it's something to factor in that he does well on the road. Um, first time Mahomes will be the underdog minus the Super Bowl. So I wanted to say that because apparently in one of the Super Bowls, and I think it was, was it 55 or 54? They were technically the underdog. I read this somewhere. So it was saying that he's never been the underdog except for one time in the Super Bowl. Probably Tampa Bay. And I believe that that was it. So Tucker, you can fact check me on that. because Vegas knew that offensive line. <laughs> that was going to fall what apart. Do it? Mahomes would be running for his life. Why is that D-line? Oh. But anyways, so we'll, we'll figure out the stat line on that first. But everyone's throwing around the fact that this is the first time he's ever going to be an underdog. Uh, ten times in his NFL career, he's actually played as the underdog before the playoffs. And he had an impressive 8-1-1 and one and one against the spread in those games. Yeah, and I've got a few nuggets because people making a big deal of him going on the road. And obviously, sure. he doesn't have any stats of him being on the road in the playoffs, but we do have a lot of regular season numbers. And when you compare that to his home and away numbers, pretty eye-opening. Mahomes at home in the regular season throughout his career is 36-11. and 11. He's averaging 284 passing yards a game and averaging 2.13 touchdown passes per game with .64 interceptions with a TD to interception ratio of 3.33 and a completion percentage of 65. Don't expect you to memorize or remember all those numbers, but when looking at the road, and I'll compare him, on the road, he's 38 and 11. He's two more wins on the road than he does at home. Passing yards per game on the road, 306.8 compared to at home, 284. So he averages more passing yards on the road. TD passes per game on the road, 2.43 compared to 2.13 at home. Interceptions per game, 0.67 versus 0.64. So slightly more interceptions on the road by 0.03 over the course of his career. With a touchdown to interception ratio of 3.6 in away games compared to 3.3 in home games. So statistically speaking and completion percentage, 68.4 compared to 65.2. So st statistically speaking, Patrick Mahomes has been better on the road throughout his career than he has been in home. Interesting. Playoffs are different. The opponents right, are different. Right. We get all of that. But it's a big deal that people are making that it's going to affect the game or that Mahomes is not going to be able to get fired up for this. And if anything, at this point in his career, I think it's a good thing for Patrick Mahomes to not play this game at home, to have another reason, another gear to try and find uh, to go up because you know that getting off on a different storyline here, but <laughs> no, because my big storyline for this one is Josh Allen is going to be tired of hearing about Patrick Mahomes. He's sure. been in the shadow of Pat, as good as he's been, played at the MVP level. I've been higher on Josh Allen than a lot of other people, even when he has all the turnovers and interceptions that you just kind of live with that because he does everything else at a level that only Patrick Mahomes can do when they're both on. He's, mm -hmm. I believe Josh Allen is that good. I also believe that Josh Allen is going to do everything in his power to prove that he's the guy. Sure. Which in a moment like this at home going up against Mahomes, if Mahomes and the Chiefs offense can be pretty good. Or, right. If they're able I think to Mahomes is going to go, or I think Josh Allen will go hero mode. I think that's when you get the, he's going to give you three or four opportunities during a game to make a play. We saw good Josh Allen in the first matchup in the regular season. He gave one chance for the Chiefs defense uh, to really make a play. And Shamari Khani made that play with the interception. They kind of changed that game. Uh, that was good Josh Allen. I think in this scenario, it sets up for him to do, lack of a better explanation, some dumb stuff to try and prove or try to make an extra play that's been his thing throughout his career. I think it's setting up for more of that. I think that's a good point. Um, Tuck, to, to the underdog point, it was against the Eagles last year, wasn't it? So Mahomes has never been an underdog in the playoffs with the exception in the, in the Super Bowl last year. He was an underdog. 
technically against the Eagles. But this is the first road playoff outside of the neutral side game. So this is the first time he's an underdog in a road game that is not a Super Bowl. Got it. But to your point, what you were just saying about the fact that putting your body on the line, that's how, I mean, I feel like that's how they're both going to be. We saw it a little bit from Mahomes last week. I mean, Josh Allen uses his legs much more than Mahomes, so it wasn't that shocking to see those types of runs from him, I believe, last weekend. But it's it's kind of, it's like, what are you going to save yourself for? I mean, yeah, you want to live to play another game, but it's also, what are you saving yourself for week one? If I mean, yeah. you might as well go out, like, put it all on the line. Yes. That's the one thing that does worry me about Josh Allen is because the one thing that you can't really stop with him is him scrambling right. and him get out and running. That's going to be the Achilles heel for That's anybody been the that faces him. Conversation all week. And it's the same thing with Patrick Mahomes. If you really look back, some of his crazy throws in the playoffs and all that, but really the backbreakers are when he goes out and scrambles yeah. and he picks up. And you don't know if he's going to slide. Start scrambling on third and six. Um, those are the ones that, as a defensive coordinator, you could have had the perfect coverage called. You confused him. You made him itch. Mm-hmm. You got the timing off. And then when he takes off and runs, uh, and for the same thing. Same thing on the other side with Josh Allen, and that's the the one scary part. Guys like Nick Bolton, Drew Tranquil, Willie Gay, they've got to make plays. And then staying in the rushing lanes, all those things that we talked about, easier said than done. But yeah, um, I like number two that you have set up here. Yes, this is what we're talking about. Beginning, the NFL gods, they have heard the cries from us woolly peasants down here. Uh, this is scripting. This is NFL scripting at its best. You know, we had the 13-second game. We talked about that. The infamous Kadarius Tony offsides call. This is a time for the Chiefs to show that they should have beat the Bills. Um, facing each other in the NFL as a playoff matchup is just a match made in heaven in my little heart. Um, let's talk about the history, though. The Bills have experienced heartbreaking losses at the hands of the Chiefs. We know that. They talk about it quite a lot. Uh, two of the last three seasons. The first was the 2020 AFC Championship game. Then again in the 2021 Divisional Round. This is their third playoff meeting in four seasons. Now, if you want to talk about how they look going into it, the Chiefs are 12-6, and six, who have won three in a row. They have won their last six divisional round games since 2018. The Bills, also 12-6, and six, have won six in a row. They are or they are in the divisional round for the fourth consecutive year. And, of course, I said it again, this is a third playoff meeting in just four years. So, two of the previous matchups in KC. This is the first one for the Chiefs to play on the road in Buffalo. You knew if both these teams were going to meet, meet at some point or both these teams are going to play right. I didn't know. They were going to meet at some point in the playoffs if both teams were playing well. I'm sure, like, this is what sure, the NFL sure, wants. Sure. Yeah. They want Buffalo playing well, meeting the Chiefs, and obviously Baltimore in that mix as well, even Miami. And they kind of got that last week, although it was a pretty banged up um, Miami team. And talk about Buffalo is pretty banged up too, which we'll get to here in a second. But yeah, I, this is the matchup that, that you want to see. Um, it's like the it. matchup when both teams are playing well. Mm-hmm. It's the best matchup, and I'm not not putting anything against Houston, um, but if Houston could pull off that upset and the Chiefs get Houston at home for the AFC Championship game, this is a more difficult game. Absolutely. On the road to Buffalo. And it was like that before. I mean, we've had this was a more difficult game when they played them in the visual round. I believe it was the more difficult game if they were going to face, we were talking about if it would be the Bengals or the Bills or whatnot, who you would want in Buffalo and correct me if I'm wrong, and this is not a statistical point, and this is just pure opinion, but the way you watched, and I've watched many games of these two together previously in the last five seasons, the way they play each other is so electric, and it's almost like a perfect mismatch for each other because they expose these different things. Yeah. And then at the same time, they both pop up and they have these most amazing, incredible plays that we talk about forever. So yeah. it's magical when they come together on a TV screen near you. This is a legacy game for both quarterbacks. Go ahead. This game will be, particularly for Josh Allen, um, 
how he plays in this game will likely be a way that he's described from Bill's fans for a very, very long time. And same for Mahomes. And for Mahomes, like this would be build the statue of Mahomes in Buffalo if he does this because they're absolutely going to hate him uh, if he goes on the road. Because he can have the excuses, the game is played in Arrowhead and all that. Um, it'll be different if he goes to yeah. that place uh, and does it. Tilly Trance says, that's no tell. Great it is to see such a special athlete. As Mahomes in person, the Bills fans are going to get a treat. I agree with you. I, I agree. I don't know if they think of it that kind of way now. <laughs> they should. And I would say the same thing about Josh Allen and coming and playing in Kansas City. For sure, yeah. Colin Miller, my guy Mitch Morse, uh, coming and watching that dude play. Sometimes just a pleasure to get a chance to see some of the best. Greatest, yeah. Step out there and play. And I don't even care the sport. I just enjoy watching the best of the best uh, compete at the highest levels regardless of sport. But um, some of the best of the best are not going to get to participate in this. Yeah, game. it's lengthy. This yeah. is a lengthy list, and this is something that has been talked about not only against Miami and then the Steelers, and now here again, they are banged up, especially defensively. So, suffered some big injuries against the Steelers. Most notably, it was a sprained ankle by linebacker Terrell Bernard. Among the Bills unable to finish Monday were their top tackler and turnover generator, Bernard, also their nickelback, Taron Johnson, if I mispronounce these, I'm so sorry, surging quarterback Christian Benford, um, the thing is, do they have enough healthy bodies, right? Yep. Like when you look at this, here's the even longer list. So these were the players who actually missed the wild card game, which was, of course, last weekend. Quarterback Rochelle Douglas, he has a knee injury. They have Tyrell Dod- or Dodson with a shoulder injury safety. Taylor Rapp with a calf injury. Receiver Gabe Davis with a knee injury. The injury toll now is added. I believe, what is that? They have quarterback Taron Johnson now with a concussion. Christian, we mentioned him with his knee injury. Bernard with the ankle injury. Balin Specter with a back injury. Their punter now, who we just found out about, who they brought in. They had to sign a new punter because of this. Sam Martin has a hamstring injury. I mean, that's... We saw that in the in the playoff game. We saw him pull his hamstring right. facing the guy down on the punt return, or on the blocked field goal, um, which Good. just added even more. Because that all happened around the same time, I think, in the game. I was watching at that time. And on the Chiefs' side, they lost Derek Dottie, which is a blow. Yep. But... Compared to the list that I just read you, and again, I really stumbled through those names, so my apologies. I don't study the names. Getting feral out there on the field, you know. We train <laughs> for the names guy. as well, but yeah, it's a uh, dicey. Yeah, no, you don't want to. Everybody's gonna be banged up. They're plagued with injuries, and, though. And we see like Sky Moore um, coming back. Wanya Moore is practicing now. Wanya uh, Moore, so nobody's gonna be fully healthy. I mean, no player feels good at this point in the season, right? Uh, especially for the cheap, both teams coming off. The environment that they were playing in last week, both cold weather games, obviously the Chiefs much colder, Buffalo dealing with all kinds of issues. But then when you watch the game, it seemed okay. Um, at least it wasn't. Some of the videos they were putting out on social media of what the field looked like, which is the wind blowing out, you couldn't see anything. It looked vastly different than the TV camera. Yes. What we saw in the field. When they played the game, it looked okay. We have no idea what it's going to look like this week. Um, but it's playoff games and it's i love the conditions i love the intrigue yeah all the conditions there's a lot of hot takes out there people saying that all playoff games should be played in controlled environments blah, blah, blah. i disagree that's not football that's never happened. did you see the fans having to kick snow and practically shovel snow out as they like shoveled and waddled their way into their seats that they didn't they say just like pick a seat there's no assigned seats probably we pick it a suite i, I just find that sweet door real quick as popular as the NFL is, like you tell me the NFL, the city of Buffalo, anybody couldn't figure out a way to get everything cleared. 
Like they had fan volunteers in there, and I shout out to everybody that were was there. Were taking helping. off their shirts, sliding down the stairs as they were trying to get a shovel. <laughs> the Bills fans were a little busy. <laughs> I just it still surprises me that logistically there was yes, I something set up that could help clear it out. But again, I also don't know the scope of what they were dealing with because I was not there. Uh, just still with the amount of money and attention and all the stuff that the NFL gets, especially the NFL playoff games get that there wasn't something set up that could be a little bit better um, for them. But, all right, number four. You want to take this one? Moving right along. Uh, we'll do number four, and then we'll take a break. It's, we got to get one of those breaks in there. But uh, number four, Chiefs are no stranger to the playoffs or success. That Your Apple Watch is, is haunting you today. You hit that thing, and it's like, say it again. Hopefully we get BJ put on his Apple Watch for the first time in a long time today, and he gets a lot of texts. I get a lot of messages. Emails. So it's really fun for that thing to go off every second. It bothered you, and it was just my phone going off all the time. Now you're <laughs> your phone is going to and it's like, da, 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 and I'm like, I'm not envious of you. Yeah, Anyways. my life. All right. Chiefs have now won 12 playoff games since 2018, which leads the NFL by five games during that span, and basically since Mahomes has taken over as the starter. Casey has advanced the divisional round in each of the last six years, and Patrick Mahomes won his 12th career playoff start on Saturday, tying Tom Brady for the most through seven seasons in NFL history. Keep in mind, Mahomes has only started for six seasons. I'll never forgive Brad Veach and everybody for having Mahomes start that last game at Denver. I guess that we have to bring it up every time. I know, I know. We have these stats. All right, Mahomes is also already has the eighth most playoff wins of any quarterback in league history. Isn't that nice? You know where I got all those stats from? Who who knows all these stats and tweets them out all the time? Matt McMullen. Exactly. I pulled him right from his Twitter. So credit to you, Matt. Appreciate you. Um, McNuggets. Uh, right. The fact that <laughs> McDonald's has not sponsored he, he was tweeting all these out the other day. I was like, oh, I'll take that. I'll take that. Thank you so much. I mean, this is this is so impressive. He's all over it. Yeah. It When you start stacking up, and we this is what we've done on, the, done on this show. Most of these shows that we've recorded have always been the day after games. Yeah. Uh, so you have a lot of these um, contextualizing greatness uh, in this era of Chiefs football. But sure. uh, there's more of it right there. And with Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, as much as we talk about it, as much as we try, I still don't think any of us uh, listening, watching, talking about it are going yeah. to fully appreciate it for years to come down the road. And we're like, man, that was really, yeah, it was cool. It was special. Like we just talked about with Buffalo, mm -hmm. you're a Bills fan. Go watch Patrick Mahomes play in person because he's the kind of player and where his career is going that you're going to tell stories to your grandkids like, I got to see Patrick Mahomes playing. Isn't that crazy? It's 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 like the kids, like I remember, I was like, I got to see Kobe in person before before he retires or I want to see that in person. And I, it was really fun having, taking my dad to the game the other, a couple of weeks ago because he was saying, I don't think I've ever seen Mahomes play in person actually. And then he's like, this is so, and I'm like, I'm so numb to it because we get to see it all the time. Yeah. But it's a good reminder of uh, the impressive play, not only regular season stats and, and the MVP and all that stuff, but the impressive playoff tenure that Mahomes has had in such a short time when some players in the NFL who play for eight plus years never win a playoff game. Yep. The, uh, the ingredients, the variables, all like, came, it's crazy. It all came together yeah. uh, at a time that um, means that we shouldn't take it for granted. Did you, did you ever watch the Powerpuff Girls? <laughs> did you, Tuck? You know, when he's like making the Powerpuff Girls, he puts in sugar, spice, every... It's like, put in Brett Veach, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and stir it all up. You get 
three Super Bowl appearances in four seasons and potentially another one this year. You can take a break. I'm sorry. I just wanted to end on that. That was good. I like it. Well, great visual. You know what? Let's take that break. We'll be right back after this. We appreciate you supporting KC Sports Network by listening to our podcast. You have helped us become the highest ranked Chiefs podcast network in 2022 and 2023. And don't forget about our daily Substack newsletter, the best written analysis you can find on the Chiefs straight to your inbox every day. KCSN.substack.com. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Whether your New Year's resolution is to save money, eat better, or stress less, HelloFresh is here to help you do all three. Say hello to your most delicious year yet with fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at a price you'll like delivered right to your doorstep. Make saving time your breeziest resolution with quick, convenient recipes delivered right to you. Just choose your meals and select your delivery date. HelloFresh handles the meal planning and shopping, so all you'll have to do is open your weekly box of pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes to get cooking. HelloFresh can make cooking with your family fun, easy, and simple. Go to HelloFresh.com slash KCSNFree and use code KCSNFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash KCSNFree with code KCSNFree. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now let's get back to the show. Welcome back to 10 Things here on KC Sports Network. BJ Kissel hanging out with Ailey Lewis. We're going through 10 things you need to know as the Chiefs get ready for their divisional round matchup against the Buffalo Bills. We're on number five. And Haley, that's Bills are hot. Chiefs are warm. Yep. It's the Chiefs are doing good. Like things are looking better. I think the players will even say this what we saw last week against Miami, although it was in horrific conditions. That's probably one of the more complete games we've seen. So, yeah. you know, things are things are getting good, but the Bills are hot. I mean, they're red hot right now. The Chiefs are warm if, you know, lukewarm at, at the worst case scenario. So, Kansas City coming off the wild card win over Miami. The Bills come off the win over the Steelers. We said this a little bit earlier. Chiefs are 12 and 6. They have won three in a row, but the Bills are 12 and 6 and they've won six in a row. Buffalo also turned its season around last time 
after it came to Kansas City, which was the Week 14 game, which we'll talk about later. They were six and six going into that game before their 2017 victory. Now they have a, or they went on after that to have a five-game winning streak to conclude the regular season, and it ended with what a winner and take the AFC East with a win over Miami. So momentum is rolling. Yep, they're feeling good. Everything's great. There's weather and injuries that are going to factor into why I believe that the Chiefs will still be able to get it done. But if you're talking about in terms of just simplistic, they have the momentum on their side. Yep. And they're rolling. Yeah, they've won the right more time. in a row. But I think as a Chiefs fan, you probably never felt better about their chances of beating Buffalo. Uh, 100%. Because they're coming off what I think a lot of people would say was the most complete victory of the season, including regular season, against Miami about the way they played offensively, defensively. And it's crazy to think that that was the most complete game and Travis Kelsey had three drops. Nicole Hardman didn't play particularly well, but it didn't stand out, become an issue. And we've talked about this this week because Noah Gray made the play that he right. needed to make. MVS caught the one pass that came his way on a third down. We make fun of him, but like he caught the one pass he needed to catch. Justin Watson made plays. Mm-hmm. And Clyde edwards Lair, I don't care what the box score said, he had two very impactful plays yeah, so in high leverage in situations yeah. uh, where he's fighting for first downs in key moments. And so... That putting all the stuff in there and mixing it all up, like that, in what that spit out against Miami was plenty good enough for it to call the best game for the Chiefs yet. Their superstar, one of their two or three superstars on this team. I guess they have a lot more than that now. Talk about luxurious teams. <laughs> they are on the superstar <laughs> level, but without those guys playing their best football, and you could still feel really good about where the Chiefs are at because those role players, those other guys stepped up and made plays. Yeah, I think the, there was a lot to factor into this one, but all in all, how they were able to perform, they avoided those costly big mistakes the, for the majority of the game, right? There were still a few things here and there. But overall, it's been the things that shoot them in the foot, and this was probably the first game that they kept their hand off the trigger. All right, let's move on to number six, and this is an interesting one. <laughs> uh, it's definitely one of those storylines that you're... Unless you get drafted there, you choose to go to Buffalo. These are the kinds of things that you run into when you get into the playoffs. And that a lake effect snow warning is currently in effect in western New York, including Orchard Park. According to the National Weather Service, heavy lake effect snows could cause accumulations of one to three feet, with storm totals potentially exceeding four feet. The warning is currently in effect until 7 p.m. on Thursday. According to the Weather Channel, the Buffalo area could see snow through Saturday morning via NFL.com. I'll keep uh, uh, finish this up, but there's a lot. <laughs> this is from McDermott. He said this on Tuesday or today. Or no, today's Wednesday. Jeez, I don't know what today is. Um, about if it could hinder the team. Because what they're talking about is the fact that right now the team isn't supposed to be driving. They're, you know, No one's supposed to be driving in these certain areas. Yeah. And can they get to and from for rehab, for meetings, for practice, different things like that. So he said we have a plan in place to make sure everyone is getting to or make sure we're getting the players into places at the right time, as well as the staff trying to be on top of that from a scheduling standpoint, which begs to, to ask, like, how... Unless you're sending snow plows out to pick these people up. I don't know. How are you safely getting them to practice? I mean, this is, you know, as well as anyone else, Zoom meetings are not the same as in-person meetings. You can't ask the same amount of questions. Things get cut off. There's that delay. Being able to get through what they need to in terms of just personnel. But then also the fact that you, if you're rehabbing at home, that's vastly different than rehabbing in a facility. Yeah, I'd be surprised. I mean, they didn't just come out and say it, but I'm surprised they didn't stay in a hotel or stay at the facility somehow. Yeah. Or have it set up because this has happened in the past where it was last year, a couple of years ago, where 
one of the Bills players like put on social media, he opened his front door and it's literally snow. Yeah. He's like, how am I supposed to get to the game? Also, they have two days less rest. Yeah. So that's a big one to me. And I was rooting. I was obviously, I'm not really rooting for Pittsburgh. I wanted to play Buffalo on the road because I think Houston has a better chance of beating Baltimore. The Chiefs to win. And then all of a sudden, like, it's guys who are rested. I do like that it's the last game. So when or if Houston does beat Baltimore, the Chiefs would know, hey, if we win, we're hosting the AFC Championship. Yeah, game. like, let's play for it. So you kind of have that intrigue going into this game on a storyline that we won't know until that early game on Saturday is done between Houston and Baltimore. But, yeah, the, I, when I was watching the Pittsburgh-Buffalo game, it was about to get it out of hand so early <laughs> that I'm like, the benefit the Chiefs have of resting their guys and having two extra days isn't going to be quite as big of a benefit if it's, 35 to nothing at halftime and a right. lot of these Bills guys don't play in the second half and not that we're wishing injury but some of those injuries to the punter to Bernard was happened in the second half and not that they wouldn't have been in the game anyway we don't know but the fact that Pittsburgh fought back yeah. and stayed in that game meant Kept those starters had to keep playing and they were playing meaningful valuable 100% energy given snaps late in that game and not like it got to where it was 42 to 7 in the fourth quarter and all the guys are either resting, taking yeah. some plays off, or the key guy's not playing at all. Uh, and so, shout out Pittsburgh for making Buffalo still <laughs> play hard for the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I do think it's a huge benefit for the Chiefs um, to have those two extra days rest, especially this time of the year. Yeah, absolutely. This is when you, you need the most rest. This is when it is so taxing, not only just on your body, but mentally. You have already played through the entire regular season. Now you're playing with more pressure on your back, more media attention. And I think that's what Coach Reed has always said about when you get through the playoffs, the pressure that comes with it is not just on the field. Yep. There's so much more that comes with it, and and it's who can handle it. Yep. So, right. And you've you talked about guys who can handle it and guys who are going to be out there. Yeah. More context for the Week 14 game right. between the Chiefs and Bills. We were, I think a lot of people forget that Week 14, although they almost won, and yes, the Kadarius Tony offsides call would have changed the, the way that things panned out. But remember, they were also without Isaiah Pacheco, without Drew Tranquil, without Donovan Smith. Now, Brian Cook was out as well, and now he's, of course, on the IR. But those three others will return on Sunday night. Uh, CEH was taking the leading rushing you know, role without without Pop in there. Travis Kelsey was leading the receivers. He had 83 yards. Total offense only tallied 347 yards. Two turnovers, seven penalties. So there's your little costly issues. Also, Sky Moore, he's not going to be back in time, but he's coming out of the, or he's now started that 21-day window to come off the IR. And then Wanya Morris out of concussion protocol, so he most likely will be in the rotation there as well. Chiefs are at the place that they, they're the healthiest and actually pretty much, I mean, with the exception of the people who are on the IR, they're the healthiest they've been all season long. Mm-hmm. Perfect timing. Yeah. No, this is... like they. Those are two big keys, especially in Drew Tranquil and Isaiah Pacheco, that they did not have against Buffalo last time. It's never going to be perfect, but it could be a whole lot worse, especially with what we've seen this right. year with the injuries and where the Chiefs are at. Um, I'm excited... I'm excited to see Isaiah Pacheco. Has never played against Josh Allen, and I didn't know that. I was listening to his locker room interview today, and he has, because he obviously sat out, he's never faced Josh Allen before. And I was like, and they were talking about just like, how are you going to tackle him? Obviously, you know, tackle him low. You got to take him out of his legs. And just talking about these different things, he's like, you got to kill his engine. I'm like, this is, he's going to be pumped up to face this guy. I'm excited to see that matchup. 
I just I got the the highlight of Josh Allen's long touchdown run where he fake slid. He's I like he's gonna slide. I mean, it's smart. It's it's smart, but at the same time, he then can't complain and start throwing a fit. Like have he a does, penalty called on him. That is, yeah, by exactly. Somebody who doesn't I know. Slow down. I know. Um, it's very hard to defend. Yeah, and I could not even begin to understand how you would differentiate a fake slide versus an actual slide and you're going to get called on it no matter what. So do you just always go? I mean, I don't know yeah. how you coach that. So that's just, that's going to be a tough one to go against, but I'm excited to have those guys back. Yeah. All right. Let's get into how they rank. Actually, before we get into how they rank, let's uh, hear from old Tucker. Shiny moment Tucker. for us. I got all kinds of nuggets for you guys. Uh, when it comes to uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, they're bringing you an offer that'll make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Looking at the lines right now for Chiefs Bills, Bills two and a half point favorites over under set at forty five. So a very similar over under set for uh, last week that was at forty four. This week at forty five. And if you want to get in on that action, look the money line plus one twenty for the Chiefs. If you've got the good vibes about the Chiefs, you can make some plus money on it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code KCSN. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code KCSN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Budo Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. cdkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Nailed it. Good stuff, Tuck. It's actually really seamless. I could never do that. All right, let's get in number eight here. And this is just going to rattle off some numbers for you. I always like looking at the team comparison, especially... Uh, we get into the playoffs. Just look at the regular season numbers, and these are two pretty evenly matched teams um, on paper as far as where mm-hmm. things stack. When you look offensively, uh, the Chiefs in the regular season, uh, despite the uh, comments about how awful their offense was, they finished ninth uh, in yards per game, averaging 351 yards per game, uh, which again is ninth best in the NFL, where the Bills ranked fourth at 374 yards per game. So the difference between the Chiefs and Bills just being 23 yards per game offensively uh, yards per play, also very similar. Chiefs ninth at 5.53 with the Bills at 5.71. Um, scoring points per game. Chiefs, obviously the lowest at Patrick Mahomes' career, averaging just 21.8 points per game this year, uh, which ranked 15th just right in the middle of the NFL, whereas the Bills were at 26.5 points per game, ranking 6th. Um, skipping through some of the other ones, that the key ones that we're looking at that I think are is going to determine this game, I talk about the four core stats all the time. It's turnovers. Chiefs were minus 11 in turnover differential this year, which was tied for 28th in the NFL. So obviously bad. Uh, can't do that in the playoffs, especially um, against the Bills, uh, who finished at plus two, which was tied for 12th. Uh, so kind of sitting there uh, in the middle of the NFL. But the other key metrics besides turnover, third down percentage, uh, Chiefs offensively converted 43.6% of the time, which was sixth best in the NFL. And Buffalo, number one in the NFL on third down at 49.8%, only going to be made more difficult by Josh Allen's uh, willingness, not that he's not willing, regular season, but uh, scrambling uh, with whether you add that in there. 
Uh, third down and turnovers are going to determine this game, in my opinion. And then red zone percentage, um, Chiefs at 54%, um, Bills at 63 And then defensively, it's kind of the other way around. The Chiefs are a little bit better than the Bills in every um, metric here. Uh, yards per game, the Chiefs' defense was second in the NFL, allowing just 289 yards per game, whereas the Bills were ninth, allowing 307 yards per game. You go to points per game, the Chiefs second at 17.3, Bills fourth at 18.3. Uh, so you get into some of these things, it's it's a lot closer. Third down percentage, Chiefs defense 37%, which was 10th best. Uh, Bills 19th best at 38%. Um, so huge swings there on the rankings, mm-hmm. whereas the percentage just a point or two uh, makes a huge difference. But um, pretty evenly matched. Uh, the one big difference on here besides turnovers, um, well, giveaways is takeaways. Um, yeah. Defensive takeaways, the Bills third best in the NFL with 30 takeaways this year was the Chiefs defense as good as they were and actually more impressive that their defense was that good especially with points when they weren't taking it over right or taking the ball away a lot just 17 takeaways for the Chiefs defense this year tied for 27th in the NFL and it's kind of a knock the lab guys have talked about it as good as the Chiefs defense has been taking the ball away has not been a thing which would have helped scoring for Mm -hmm. the Chiefs offense that needed some short fields to put some easy points on the board Right, right. Definitely more of that. But what honestly, what stands out to me the most is the red zone production. The issues that they've had in the red zone this season, converting those three points that they can always depend. I mean, it's wonderful that you can always depend on Harrison Bucker, but converting from three to six and like making those always a six points or, or six points when you when you have those drives so close. Again, it's wonderful that they have Harrison Bucker and can rely on that. But I think in a game like this, you are going to have to get it done and punch it in and find a way to get into the end zone. And that's been an issue that we have seen significantly this season and in, 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 in compared to seasons past, especially this year, for some reason, it just is not yeah. the little, you know, I'm not saying use the tush push. I mean, uh, for the first time that's in stopped. God loving history of the NFL, I'm so glad to see it stopped. I'm sad that it was Jason Kelsey's last though. And it was stopped. Maybe he came out and said, like, it's nice. probably done, but who would have thought that all you needed to stop the touch push was Vita Vea? Just a one man. It's That's like, you know the what? key. I can stop. That's the key. But yeah, anyways, just finding a way to get that done, I think, is going to play a big role because you can't let the Bills continue to put up six and there's just, con- you know, three, three, three. Yep. They've always been good about that. And we know Spags isn't afraid to send the house. So um, send them. We'll see. All right. Here's what to watch for in this game. I always like these. These are records. Uh, some superlatives, things like that, uh, stuff to that you'll see a graphic pop up as soon as it happens during the game. They'll have all these things ready to go for the broadcast. But uh, here's some stuff to watch for on Sunday between the Chiefs and Bills. Head coach Andy Reid aims to extend his franchise record by earning his 14th postseason victory as head coach of the Chiefs. With 23 total playoff wins, Reid only trails Bill Belichick, who has 31 for the most playoff wins by a head coach in NFL history. Eight playoff wins shy of tying Bill Belichick. That's going to be a few years. Yeah. You know that. But yeah, still, that's, that's that's impressive. Crazy to think about when you're the consistent success we've seen from the Chiefs. All right. Patrick Mahomes has 10 postseason games with a passer rating of 100 or more in his six seasons of postseason play, tied with Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers for the third most in NFL history. Mahomes trails Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterback Joe Montana and Tom Brady for most such games in NFL history. Joe Montana has 12. Tom Brady has 19. Also, Mahomes, this is the Mahomes section of the show. Mahomes we always have to pass former 
several former Chiefs players on the postseason scoring list. He's currently seventh in franchise history with 30 playoff points scored and could move up to fourth with eight points scored this postseason, passing Jan Stenerud, Tyreek Hill, and Nick Lowry. Again, throwing a touchdown is not considered points. He would have to rush for the touchdown for that to count. Uh, Mahomes' 36 career playoff passing touchdowns are tied for the seventh most in NFL history. I'm going to say that again for effect. Wow. Patrick Mahomes' 36 playoff passing touchdowns are tied for the seventh most in NFL history already. And he has a chance to climb that list this postseason with more games, obviously. With one more touchdown pass, he will pass Ben Roethlisberger. Two more would move him past Drew Brees for sixth most, and five more would pass move him past Peyton Manning into the top five for most postseason passing touchdowns in NFL history. Again, Patrick Holmes needs five touchdown passes to move into the top five for most playoff touchdown passes thrown in NFL history. We need like like a little, you know, the little red buttons that you punch. We just see one that's like impressive. We should impressive. Tucker, get on that. Just like like or like anytime we impress Tucker, he's just gonna hit a button. It says impressive. I know we can do it. Impressive, the, the Adam. It's got a little because it's like I have a lack of vocabulary to continue to praise how good Mahomes is and what he's yeah. been able to do. That's why we have this show. Yeah, he's right. There you go. Right. And the stats. We've got a couple more here. Okay, Travis Kelsey. Has 1,619 <laughs> receiving yards on 140 catches and 16 touchdowns in his postseason career, all of which are playoff franchise records and NFL records for a tight end. Each of those marks also rank second in NFL history among all pass catchers. Kelsey is basically only chasing Pro Football Hall of Fame wide receiver, the GOAT, Jerry Rice, who has 2,240 receiving yards on 151 catches with 22 receiving touchdowns for the top spot in each of those categories. Kelsey ain't going to catch him being Jerry Rice uh, on touchdowns or yards anytime soon. It's going to take a little bit. He's about 600 yards shy and six touchdowns shy, looks like. But on the receptions, he's 11 receptions shy of having the most receptions for any player in postseason history. It would take a lot. Um, 11 would be a lot. 12, I guess, to pass it. Uh, But pretty crazy there and Pretty crazy. This is a cool one. This one could happen on Sunday. Mahomes and Kelsey have connected for 14 postseason touchdowns. Their 14 connections are the second most for a quarterback pass catcher duo in NFL playoff history. They need two more to pass Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski for the most in postseason history. That could happen. Travis Kelsey gets two touchdowns against the Buffalo Bills. He'll have he and Mahomes will have the would be the best duo in playoff history. I love it. Pretty cool. Pretty it's again cool. like the scripting for this is it's so good they nailed it they did they really did thank you nfl referees all right we, we nailed the scripting just a couple minutes left and we'll save this one for number 10 random predictions okay just the random things that we think could end up happening in this game and uh these are done with a lot of thought and a lot of research yeah yeah i think that there's going to be a one name morris <laughs> or one name morris what we're talking about that's right, doesn't you said he didn't catch that he didn't deserve the stray is through his way with a lot of with a lot of uh, a lot went into this and I can't even talk anymore. Juwan Taylor, I think there's going to be a Juwan Taylor penalty at some point, somehow, somewhere. It's going to be a part of the game. Like it's just might as well just like be okay with it now going into it. Don't get upset. It's going to happen at some point, and then we're going to get past it, and the Chiefs are going to win. All right, that's my prediction. Also, the Chiefs are going to win. That's my second prediction. I like it, and I'm kind of flip flop. Mine's not great. Um, I could, I could really? have found a better you one. I just, the wrong player's name. 
No, it's just in the divisional, each of the last three divisional rounds for the Chiefs, it's always been like a different kind of player that stepped up. Okay. In the last three games, it's been a running back who has stepped up. So three years ago, when the Chiefs beat the Browns in the divisional round, Daryl Williams oh. came out of nowhere. Like, Daryl's awesome. He's one of my favorite guys in the cupboard. He's awesome dude. Uh, good to see him have some success, get paid, make a little money down in Arizona uh, when he left Kansas City. But he had 13 carries for 78 yards in that game, uh, having to step up and make some plays. Uh, Le'Veon Bell had two carries for six yards in that game. Uh, it feels like a very long time ago. It does. Le'Veon Bell run the ball for the Chiefs. Um, but yeah, I Darrell Williams. And then two years ago, it was a rookie named Isaiah Pacheco. Heard of who stepped up, who had the second most rushing yards in his rookie season, came in the divisional round against the Buffalo Bills. So Isaiah Pacheco stepping up and making plays. And then it was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire last year, seven carries for 60 yards against the Buffalo Bills uh, when they met in the divisional round of the playoffs. Uh, Jarek McKinnon had 54 yards receiving in that game. And so it seems like in the divisional round, a running back Uh has kind of stepped up. I like it. He's a little banged up. Pacheco's back. Didn't play in the first matchup against the Bills. Maybe it's him. Or maybe Clyde builds upon a couple of the key plays that he made last week against the Dolphins. Okay. Again, I'm not saying he's going to light up a box score. Because I don't... At this point, who cares what the box score looks like? At the end of the game, you'd be like, who made the four most what important plays right. in this game? And it may be somebody who had 15 yards. And that's where I've been switching gears a little bit, that if it's not one of the running backs, maybe it's a Kadarius Tony, mm-hmm. Maybe it's a Marquez Valdez-Scanling. For as much crap as he's gotten all year, and we've helped lead that charge on for what he's getting paid and what he's produced, we saw last year in the playoffs against the Bengals that he had over 100 yards, caught some of the biggest plays of his career, mm-hmm. let's be honest, in that game in order to propel the Chiefs further in the playoffs. Is it a Kadarius Tony? Is it an MVS? Is it a Noah Gray? Or is it one of the running backs? Somebody's going to have to step yeah. up that's not Travis Kelsey. And honestly, not Rasheed Rice at this point. You're just kind of counting on him to make plays. It's got to be somebody else that maybe it's only 30 yards in the box score, but it was 30 of the most important yards that the Chiefs picked up in the game. You that's you did way better than me. <laughs> I just kind of rambled. After I got through my bad point, I kind of connected it to everything else. But I like it. What's your score prediction? Or what's the over-under attack? Do we know? Because the Bills are still... 45. It's 45? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me think of a score prediction. I would take the over in this game. I just think both quarterbacks yeah? are going to be on it. Um, and that's taking nothing away from the Chiefs defense. I just... You can have the perfect play call on Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen will run for about 100 yards. So what you're saying I is the Chiefs are going to score over 22 points, yeah. which means that they're going to win. Yeah. I think they'll have a couple short fields. And that's my takeaway. Because I do think that the ball is going to end up from Josh Allen into the hands of the Chiefs a couple of times. I like it. I like it. Chiefs win the turnover battle, they'll win this game. Okay. We appreciate everybody for hanging out with this special episode in midweek of 10 Things. We'll have plenty more content. Don't you worry about that. We'll have plenty more content getting you ready uh, for Chiefs and Bills here at KC Sports Network. Again, we appreciate your support. Without your support, you don't exist. So we appreciate your support and allowing us to continue making great Chiefs content for you. All righty. All right, all right. And join us up at the distillery. If you want to come hang out, come up to Weston, come up to Holiday Distillery for our watch party. Mission Taco joint is going to provide some food, sponsor of this show, and we're going to be fun. have some prizes, some special stuff yeah. going on up there. So if you want, go to our social channels. Make sure you RSVP. Haley, will, I will be. You will be there. We'll be there for real, for real. Ken's going to be there. I'll be there. Tucker will chug a seltzer with you if you ask. Appreciate it, everybody.
See you next time. <laughs> Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.